What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, the Detroit Lions are in Arlington, Texas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. And the biggest story out of that is that Dak Prescott will be playing. Well, well, earlier this week, Mike McCarthy confirmed that Prescott was medically cleared and that he would be taking full uh, starting reps at, at practice. And basically, they were preparing him, you know, to start this Sunday against Detroit. That's what all the sources said. So, anyway... So, uh, everybody's asking me, what are my thoughts with Dak Prescott coming back? Well, obviously, it's clear to me that, you know, I would tell people, you, sh- you should listen to what I said in the recap against uh, after the loss to Philadelphia, because obviously, you know, with the horrible and questionable play calling by offensive coordinator Kellen Moore, I asked everybody, and I needed everybody to be serious about this. If the play calling is that atrocious, if the Cowboys are unable to run the ball, is it really going to make a difference if Dak Prescott is under center or Cooper Rush? I mean, some say it is going to make a difference, but to me, if it's going to make very little to absolutely absolutely no difference, well, there it is right there. Because that's where the play calling starts. If the play calling from the offensive coordinator is atrocious, and with, with Kellen Moore, we've seen atrocities from the play calling, and the fact that the Cowboys had a very, very difficult time running the ball against Philadelphia, although Zeke Elliott had that brilliant rushing touchdown, okay? Then that that's that, that that right there is what I'm asking. You know, how do we know if, if it's going to make any difference at all? Okay, because the biggest problem is if you can't even run the ball, then what makes you so sure that your offense is even going to be able to do anything? Okay, because usually more often than not, the key to a successful offense is the ability ability to run the ball. Okay, we the Cowboys should not be in a position to where Dak Prescott has to throw the ball minimum forty to fifty times. Okay, that is a bad thing. Now, granted, the Cowboys are coming into a game playing against a team with the worst rushing defense in the league. As a matter of fact, I believe that Detroit is not only the, the worst rushing defense in the league, but they have given up the most points, too. So basically, they are going against a horrific and atrocious Detroit Lion defense, and I'm only seriously praying that the Dallas Cowboys can actually take advantage of it, specifically in the running game. All right, so here's the deal. Detroit's rushing defense is atrocious because, from what I understand, they allow an average of 170 yards on the ground. So if the Cowboys, by taking advantage of it, if they have to run the ball 90% of the game, then so freaking be it if that's what it takes. Because if you can run the ball effectively, you keep the drives alive, you can find the end zone, you can drain the clock, you can end the game in basically in a fashion that it's going to be quick and you just got the win just like that. You don't need to put yourself under unnecessary amount of pressure. You don't have to jeopardize anything, okay? Especially Dak Prescott. Look, Going back to what I said, if it really going to make a difference whether it's Prescott or Cooper Rush under center with the with Kellen Moore's play clock being atrocious, look, I'm sorry that my lack of optimism is frustrating y'all, okay? 
But look, I'm just saying it. I'm just telling it like it is, okay? Kellen Moore, we've seen it. The play calling has frustrated the hell out of us. We have questioned it for so long. Against Los Angeles and against Washington, we saw the offense sputter. We saw scoring chances and promising drives go straight down the toilet, okay? That shit needs to end, okay? We need the proper play calling, okay? Now, granted, the running game did not work against Philadelphia. And granted, they kept trying, okay? Because now people are saying, well, now the running game's not going. And here, you, here I am saying that we should, we, should keep, you know, run, we should keep trying to run the ball. Okay. But this week, as far as the running game goes, okay, Pollard and Zeke need to be fed the ball, Okay. If we have to run the ball 90% of the time, like I said, then so be it. Because you got to take advantage of the fact that you're going against the worst rushing defense in the league. Okay? Now, granted, our defense needs to basically wake up. Because as bad as Detroit is, they may be 2-4, and four, but Jared Goff is actually having a good season. Detroit actually has one of the best offenses in the league. And they've got weapons. Okay? Hawkinson, the tight end. St. Brown, the wide receiver. There are numerous tight ends. Okay? So, if our defense is going to have to do something about it. So, we're going to need our rushing defense to be as extremely effective. Now, the offense needs to be balanced. The passing game needs to be productive, too. But again, considering that they are going against the worst rushing defense in the league, okay, running the ball effectively and continuing to be able to run the ball effectively, that is key to victory number one. So, number one, run the ball effectively. Number two, score some freaking touchdowns. Number three, avoid penalties, whether it's on offense or defense. All right? So now going to the defense. So obviously, the defense is going to have to... The defense, while they did have a bad a bad week in Philadelphia, it still could have been worse, okay? Now, they got overwhelmed on a couple of drives where Philadelphia basically was on a drive that lasted over seven and a half minutes. They can't let Detroit do that. The Cowboys defense needs to inflict heavy, heavy pressure on Jared Goff, sack him as many times as possible, force some stops, force some to punt, avoid the freaking penalties, and most of all, force some turnovers, okay? And if the Cowboys defense can force turnovers, then the offense needs to take it upon themselves to turn those turnovers into points. In other words, if you have a golden opportunity to score a touchdown and extend your lead, do not let that go to waste. Okay? Enough is enough with the offense sputtering. It's embarrassing. Right? And the fact that we were all worried about the offensive line being so bad, you know, coming this season so bad... The offensive line has actually been a whole lot better than I thought. Now, granted, the running game has still been, you know, still had a, a bad one, but things could have been worse, okay? But again, this week, you're going against the worst rushing defense in the league, and I've said that already four times, so the Cowboys need to understand running the ball is going to be the key. Number one key on offense, okay? Now, we're all worried about Dak Prescott supposedly being rusty and, you know, like that, but now i got to mention, Dak Prescott was horrible, and I do mean horrible, in week one against Tampa, okay? Now, that was then, and hopefully the spark can happen now, okay? I really want Dak Prescott to have a good game. I want him to be able to find a way to throw the ball deep, deep downfield, you know, make some you know, complete passes to Michael Gallup, to C.D. Lamb, you know, of course, the tight end, you know, um, Jake Ferguson, who actually had a good game against Philadelphia, the rookie out of Wisconsin. You know, I want, I want the offense to be super well-balanced and well-productive. So the running game needs to be effective, but the passing game needs to, pro needs to produce a positive spark as well. All right? 
So the offense, the rushing defense, that I'm the rushing offense is is, is you know like that. So I only hope that Kellen Moore is able to actually you know get it correct. You know with this with the play calling. I mean we can only hope, but uh, you know Kellen Moore's Kellen Moore. So, but the defense, I mean the defense is really gonna have to step up. I mean the defense has done a good job. They want they won at least two games with the Dallas Cowboys, but. We're going to need the defense to force turnovers, to make stops, to just play absolutely brilliant. But forcing, uh, inflicting an enormous amount of pressure on Goff, okay? Keeping it out of any comfort zone whatsoever and sacking him, forcing turnovers, the defense needs to do it. So overall, it's quite simple. The Cowboys need to come as a well-balanced team overall to excel on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. All right. Now, the Cowboys are 4-2. And it's very, very difficult to live with the fact that they are actually third in the NFC East. The New York Giants are 5-1. and one, And the New York Giants could be 6-1 and one after this weekend. And the Philadelphia Eagles could actually improve to 7-0. I mean, look at that. For the first time in mean, God knows how long, the NFC East all of a sudden is a highly competitive division. <laughs> highly competitive. All right. And the fact that the New York Giants are doing so good, and the fact that the Cowboys have them on Thanksgiving for round two, Oh, Thanksgiving is good. It could be another hard day in the office for the Cowboys, but they got to get it together. Now, everybody's saying that the Giants' offense is not as good. Maybe it's because Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, is just so badly overrated. The bottom line is you can say whatever you want about the New York Giants, but you know what? The New York Giants are 5-1, and one, okay? That tells the story. <laughs> All right. So now going back with Dak Prescott, do I feel if, he, if he's ready to go? Well, look. There was some footage of him throwing the ball... And warm-ups, but before the Philadelphia game. He did not seem to be suffering any ill effects whatsoever then. He didn't seem to be suffering any ill effects at practice so far this week. So I would say that things were probably looking good for him. So what are my expectations for Dak Prescott on Sunday against Detroit? Well, I can put out all the expectations I want, but the, the expectation is, and this goes for the entire team, my expectation is that they win. And that they win in convincing fashion. But... I'm not. You can't count out Detroit. I mean, Detroit may have the worst defense in the league, but Detroit has an offense. All right. So that's why. That's why I have to strongly, strongly, strongly insist that the Cowboys' defense needs to do their job. Okay. If we can score, but if Detroit's offense is able to keep up, okay, that makes things more difficult. The Cowboys need to be at least two steps ahead of Philadelphia. Excuse me, ahead of Detroit. And I do say at least two steps. Okay. Basically playing in a sophisticated, sophisticated version of, in a game of chess, you want to basically be ahead of your opponent by at least two moves. You don't want to let them, you know, have any chance against you whatsoever. So the way I see it, I think that Zeke Elliott and Tony. Well, I mean, if they feed the ball to Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott can certainly, if everything goes well in the running game, both guys can can honestly have over 100 yards care of rushing both both game ways if if the Cowboys run the ball most of the time. And quite frankly, there's really no reason why they shouldn't because, again, as I've said already probably half a dozen times already, you're going against the worst rushing defense in the league. Now, believe it or not, <coughs> Detroit's offensive line is actually a whole lot better than anticipated because what I saw is Detroit doesn't... Jared Goff has not been sacked many, many times so far this season. So the Cowboys' pass, pass, excuse me, the pass rush needs to step up and uh, get to the quarterback. Okay, and Micah Parsons needs to avoid. I mean, that penalty that that Micah Parsons committed, the un, unsportsmanlike conduct, that needs to never ever happen again. Penalties need to be stopped. All right, penalties need to end. We need some serious, disciplined defense on Sunday. Again, 
sack the quarterback, inflict a tremendous amount of pressure, force some stops, okay? Prevent Detroit from inflicting any damage whatsoever. The offense needs to do its job. So basically, we need a, a unique amount of teamwork for the Dallas Cowboys. So again, let me go through it one more time. Run the ball effectively and keep doing it. Score touchdowns. Keep the offense balanced. Play well on defense. Be ahead of your opponent by no less than two moves, okay? Basically, prevent Detroit from having any chances whatsoever. Do not, and I repeat, do not afford the Detroit Lions any opportunities, okay? Because again, seeing how actually good the Detroit Lions offense is, if you get, if if you don't if you take them lightly, huh, they can embarrass the heck out of you. And Detroit's coming off a bye week, okay? So that might be a, a bit of an advantage. But there's no really no reason why for the Cowboys not to be able to get the job done this Sunday, okay? So anyway, Detroit fourth in the NFC uh, in the uh, NFC North. Now Detroit's uh, previous game was actually October second, according to this. Oh, excuse me, October 9th when they got shut out. So it's amazing how that this supposed good offense got shut out in, in, in a previous week where they lost to New England twenty nine to zero. So that that's when everybody says, "Bear man, are you sure Detroit is as good as you say they are?" I'm like, well. I mean, they scored 45 points against Seattle. They scored, you know, 35 points against Philadelphia in week one and almost won the game. So, regardless, there's no there's no excuse. And, from, and what I see is that Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end, is, has actually been practicing as at linebacker this week for the Detroit Lions. So, so now seeing basically where they are right here. Is that you know Detroit is coming in and you know and Detroit they've given the Cowboys a hard time before. Who knows if they can do it again? So you can say basically the point is you can say whatever you want about Detroit, okay? But there's just no underestimating them, no underestimating them whatsoever. So, <laughs> so Cowboys, uh, you better know your role the coming this Sunday. Uh, to quote the great one, know your role and shut your mouth. So now I want to go take a, a serious, a, a deeper look in, into these stats. Now I want to look to see how good, just how good this uh, Detroit rushing off, the Detroit offense is. Anyway, so seeing total yards. All right. Well, look at that. Detroit second in the league in total yards of offense, averaging nearly 412 per game. And look, and, and seeing where, where Dallas is, Dallas's offense averages nearly 301 yards, and that makes Dallas in, in, in the, almost nearly in the bottom of the league. That makes Dallas approximately the sixth worst in the league. So you got the sixth worst, sixth worst, you know, total yards offense per game versus Detroit, who happens to be the second best offense as far as yards per game goes. Because again, the Detroit Lions average a total of nearly 412 total yards of offense per game. So that's what I have to say. The defense needs to step up big time. Now, now let's look at how many score, points scored per game. Detroit is third in the, third in the league in, in points scored per, uh, per game. They average 28 points per game. Let's look at the rushing offense. Rushing offense, actually Detroit averages, nearly, uh, averages a little over 151 yards per game on the ground. So again, so am I, am I overreacting when I'm saying that the defense needs to step up? Let's look at the passing game now, shall we? Ah, 
an average of nearly 260 passing yards per game. So that's, again, Detroit's offense is pretty freaking good. <laughs> now, again, I mentioned the defense already. Now, def now, Detroit's defense allows an average of 429 yard offensive yards per game. So, again, that that's the worst. And the, the rushing defense, again, is worse, too. So, like that. So, but although the Cowboys defense has allowed an average of 16.3 points per game, so you don't like that. But Detroit has allowed, they've allowed the most points in the, in the league, 34. So again, I mentioned that already. So, I'll take a look at the passing. Well, Dallas has the best, you know, best, uh, fourth best you know, passing defense in the league. And Detroit, well, Detroit's passing allows an average of 260.1 yards, uh, passing yards per game, so... So the offense needs to be ready for anything, and they got to basically get the job done, okay? But the Cowboys' defense needs to be as focused and as ready to go as the offense because Detroit overall, while Detroit is horrible on defense, that offense can certainly do something. So overall, the Detroit Lions cannot, and I repeat, they cannot be underestimated under any circumstances, but that goes for any opponent regardless of what the record says, regardless of how bad they are in a, in a certain in a certain situation, Mom-wise, the Cowboys, had, there's no excuse for them. There is no excuse for them not to be able to get the job done this week. So they got to get it done, okay? The bye week is two weeks from now. The Cowboys are 4-2. and two. And next week, they got the Chicago Bears. So right now, the, the key has to be is they got to go into the bye week with a 6-2 and two record because after the bye week, the Cowboys will be in Green Bay. You can say whatever you want about Green Bay, but Lambeau Field is never really a good place for the Dallas Cowboys. But we'll get to that one. We'll get to that. When the time is right, we'll cross that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But now we're focused on Detroit, and the Cowboys have to get the job done. The return of Dak Prescott is exciting, but again, if Kellen Moore's play calling is that bad, is it really going to make a difference? Whether it's Prescott or Rush, you know, under center. Look, right now I don't feel like it's going to make a difference, but I want to be proven wrong big time, and I'm not kidding. All right. So one more time, the Cowboys need to run the ball. Effectively, if they're able to, there's no reason to abandon it. You keep running the ball. You wear out that you wear out that opposing defense. You find the end zone. You score six points. And on offense, you force stops. You sack the quarterback. You force turnovers. And then offense just keeps scoring and keeps scoring and keeps scoring. Again, you want to be ahead of your opponent by no less than two moves. A brilliant and sophisticated game of chess is what the Dallas Cowboys will be playing, and they better be ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is proudly brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, and so much more. So if you're looking to shop at Fanatics, just find Cowboys Talk's link in the description. You can start getting your sports merch as well as save money by taking advantage of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans... WWEShop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. So if you're looking to shop at WWEShop.com, just find the link in the episode description, get your pro wrestling merch, and again, save money by taking advantage of the best deals in the world. And Cowboys Talk is proudly brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Stream live sports and your favorite shows from CBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and so much more. Plants start at $4.99 per month and you can cancel at any time. Subscribe now or you can even get a free trial. So if you're looking to subscribe to Paramount Plus, you can find a link in the episode description. You can set up your account in less than two minutes. And you can start binge watching your favorite shows as well as even sports just like that. 
And Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So if you could subscribe, I would truly, truly appreciate it. So please, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Thank you very much for joining me today, ladies and gentlemen, and I will see you all next time.